Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Jury Daily Takeover by the Young Family Podcast crew. My name is Eric Young. I am the little brother of Justin Robert Young, who you may know. I am joined by my co-host, the TBC. What's up, TBC? What's up, honey? Hey, uh, you know, we're just, we're podcasting. We're doing it. We're really doing it. I feel like we're, like professionals right now we've we've really achieved this is like podcast status yes this is some kind of a career plateau for sure <laughs> let's <laughs> uh, while we're in the midst of our victory lap let's take a couple of steps back and just kind of uh, introduce ourselves to the listeners because these are all uh, Justin's listeners so Hi, everyone. Uh, we're really, really grateful to be here, and uh, we're going to have a good time for these two weeks while my brother is in Italy. Um, so Justin had mentioned that the Young Family podcast had had a couple of different versions. Isn't that right, Carolyn? That's right. Uh, and this is true, but do you remember how our show, the Young Family podcast, started and what it had to do with Justin? Yeah, so... When we were pregnant with our first child, we chose to tell each of our members of our family in a, you know, in their own unique way. That's right. And for Justin, we were like, what could he appreciate? How could he appreciate hearing the news? For context, like Nona Glow, better known as Gloria Young, who the listeners are also pretty familiar with, we made a, um, like a custom wine glass from Etsy, right? We didn't make it. We paid someone from Etsy to make it. But that's how we told her, was like, here's this wine glass, says Nona Glow on it. You're going to be a Nona. That's Italian for grandmother. And uh, so on and so forth. So anyway, so we wanted a very personalized way to tell Justin that he's going to be an uncle for the first time. Yeah, so we created uh, an episode that basically said that you're going to be an uncle. Wait, hold on. An episode of what? And like we pod, like we podcasted for the we first podcasted. time. We podcasted, yeah. We did our, our very first podcast, and then you know after we sent it to him, we were like, "Huh, <laughs> we're pretty good." <laughs> like, we listened and we're like, "Damn us!" Yeah. Like, wait, like to- you know, maybe quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you hear that? So we were just tooting our own horns. <laughs> Left and right, having a grand old time. And so anyway, listen, actually, the thing was, I have never seen so much enthusiasm. This is going to actually sound kind of rude to you. 
I, I, there's something about when we're podcasting, just like right now, uh, that it just brings out this different side of you, and you have like a real like passion and enthusiasm for it, unlike almost any other extracurricular activity uh, like that I, I've seen that's in your life. I feel it's like almost like my superpower, where I kind of <laughs> come out of my shell because like I can just, I mean, I'm very comfortable with you, and we just kind of you know talk and banter and make fun of each other and talk about the struggles of our life of parent, you know, being parents and, you know, it's just, you know, it's just us being ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, when I'm comfortable, I I can do that. So it just, it just kind of works. Yeah. And I think that there's just something about, but it, there takes a different level to, to, you know, get enjoyment out of like messing around with your partner but then also say, like, you know what? This needs to be shared with everyone with an internet connection. Like, everyone should hear this. Well, the way that I saw it was, you know, parenthood, like, is, is like, not rainbows. And I feel like, you know, before we, we became parents, everyone was like, it's so wonderful. Like, the children are, are amazing. And this is, like, glorious. And birth is, like, no problem. And then you have this child. And it's, like, <laughs> like the complete, I mean... Listen, so the children are amazing, but it's also like a big wake-up call. Uh-huh. So it's like... Struggle's real. The struggle As is- they say. I also thought that it would be cool to continue on with the Young Family Podcast in a real way because there truly is an infinite pool of content. And I thought that like, if I ever did podcast about anything, it would be tough to pull it off the way that Justin does where he just kind of tells the narrative of his life and his observations and it's... You know, almost like very stand-up, like comedy-esque. And, uh, but in terms of the never-ending pool of content, parenthood is that. And so I was like, if I'm really going to throw myself into a show, it probably should be something about parenthood because you're never going to run out of things to talk about and it's super relatable for Definitely. a ton of people out there. Maybe we can do some good in the world. So anyway, that is us and the Young Family Podcast. Again, we are taking over... Uh, jury daily for two weeks while Justin is uh, bouncing about uh, the country of Italy. And um, with that, we got to get into the news, TBC. So... Let me preface the news section by saying uh, we don't read the news. <laughs> we <laughs> the, read. <laughs> news, Carolyn. <laughs> we, uh, we, um, we don't read news the way that Justin reads news. Justin absorbs news like through osmosis because of his, it, first of all, just his personality in general. And then, of course, he goes to uh, Syracuse University, one of the most prestigious journalism programs in the entire world. And so it's, uh, it's just insane the way that that man consumes information. So anyway, <laughs> we're, the news uh, section of this show is going to be a little bit different, and I'll tell you how. It starts with the source. We got this story from uh, the Daily Mail UK. I like the Daily Mail. You love it because it's like partly trashy. <laughs> they have some trashy sections. Keeps it a little trashy. 
And um, but it also it just like I think that the the stories that they share are just fun. You don't need to think about them more. I also think that they tend to be a little bit inflammatory. You know what I mean? So for instance, the uh, the story we're going to talk about today, Uber launches quiet mode for passengers who want to keep conversation to a minimum in parentheses, but it's only available in luxury rides. So guess what? I actually only knew that parenthetical part like 30 seconds before we started recording this show because I, all I had ever heard when it was trending on Twitter and everything was just that there's going to be a quiet mode for Uber rides right. now. And I thought that that was what everyone was getting all up in arms in. So uh, anyway, let's just, you're probably familiar with the situation now if you have ever hailed an Uber ride in general, maybe you've had a talkative driver. I personally haven't. It's always been quite the contrary. Um, but then in a luxury ride situation, now apparently you're going to have the option through the app to swipe something and the driver is going to be told that they're... Don't talk to me. Their, <laughs> their professional existence relies on them not talking to the passenger. What do you think about this, Carolyn? Ethically speaking, should a company be telling their employees to uh, be seen and not heard? Uh, it depends how you look at it. But I mean, for one thing, it's like, if you're paying for a service, which they are, I'm paying to get from point A to point B. Yes. If I choose not to want to talk, then yes, I think that that is like their right. Is it kind of also rude? Yes. Yeah. But like, just for example, like I am very talkative at work. I can hold great conversations, you know, when I'm at work to like, you know, um, to customers. All right. But for, but like if I'm just like seeing somebody at Publix or like in a taxi or an Uber, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'll talk to my friends. Like you have like the gift of gab. You and Justin, you guys can talk to anybody to you're blue in the face. You're like a little chatty Kathy. (laughs) Not saying that I always want to. There have definitely been times that... But you that can. You could talk to anybody. This like, is true. All You know, genders, all, you know, all races. Like, you have no problem. Everyone embraces you with, like, open arms. You know, even me, when there's language barriers, and that happens frequently in Ubers, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like, conjuring eighth grade Spanish like at people, that point. People misread me. I'm very misunderstood. I have RBF, <laughs> which is arresting... <laughs> pitch face and people just think that i'm like this like huge like rude person and it's just like once you get to know me i mean i I definitely you're all rainbows i'm sarcastic but i am i am definitely like yeah you're you're not over the top sugar sweet but anyway but to bring that back to uber i mean like how so what I, i mean you think that it's okay uh, if in some situations where somebody is performing a service for you, that you can tell them how you want I it don't done. Think, no, I don't. How think, you want it done? As much as I wouldn't necessarily like quote unquote want to have a conversation, I don't think I could. I could look at them and say, I don't want to talk to you these 10, 30 minutes that we're in the car together. I would feel, I would feel uncomfortable kind of being in that amount of silence. And maybe it's a generational gulf or something, but uh, it does seem cold. To say the least, right? Because here's the old-fashioned way of doing it. I don't want to talk to my driver. And again, I've never even had an Uber luxury situation, so none of this pertains to me. (laughs) But, like, let's just say that I did. I was in a a luxury Uber, right? I don't want to be talked to, right? I'm not going to talk. 
And I think that that's going to send off strong enough interpersonal vibes that like, get the I want to be left alone. And here's the thing. It is in the professional interest of the Uber driver to like read your cues to read those cues because there's there they have skin in the game. If all of a sudden they're flying in the face of all of the of the cues that you're given, giving, uh, then you know they could get a bad review, right? And then they're or they're not getting tipped at the end. So like they want a good review and they want a tip. So it, they are. They're trying to read you and give you the situation that you want. So, I mean, like, I, mean, I didn't what... see a problem with the old-fashioned way. That's me. I agree. I mean, I think it would be, I mean, I guess, like, less rude or, I don't know. I agree with you. It but, is, but I mean, again, it'll be interesting to see, like, how, how it plays out and, you know, how it's perceived by. And maybe uh, that is just the zeitgeist, uh, the sign of the times, you know, we're just, um, we're swiping to tell the people performing jobs for us to shut the heck up. <laughs> but anyway, no, I actually, I don't think that uh, the world is going to hell in a handbasket like that at all. So I don't even know. I, I, I'd like to see if this even winds up being something that remains for generations of Uber to come. Do, it, do it, you know, any of you have, you know, these situations where you were in Uber? Right, where you're like, like how frequently is this popping up? Like, uh, all the time on my luxury Uber rides, the uh, the driver just won't be quiet. Though this was the premise of a mid '90s Seinfeld episode, Elaine was right. <laughs> was frequently uh, coming across drivers in town cars in Midtown Manhattan that wanted to have conversations with her. Which, by the way, there are Twitter handles out there where they're like uh, 2019 versions of Seinfeld episodes. And that whatever, if you if you go onto Twitter and find one of them, they've got to be all over this Uber situation because it's a complete recapitulation of that episode, but yeah, in she, 2019 terms. She pretended she was deaf. That's right. That she couldn't hear him. Classic episode. And then we've we've already made several Seinfeld allusions so far, uh, so I don't know if you can tell, but we're pretty big fans. Um, we're gonna go ahead and move on. We got some emails, TBC. Yes, I like emails. We got some good ones, and we really, really do appreciate the uh, the jury daily listening uh, faithful for um, for paying heed to uh, Justin's requests and sending us some messages. So let's pull one of those up. All right, so this email coming in from Miles. Uh, subject line, check this out. Should I have kids? Question mark. One line, body of the email. Who shouldn't have kids? Question mark. I'm assuming, That's Miles, that this is a two-part question. Uh, we're going subject line and then body of the email. So let's take it piece by piece, shall we, TBC? Let's do it. So should... Should we know? This is awesome that Miles, who's we, you know, totally anonymous to us, is asking if we should have or if if he should have kids. We have already had kids, as is well documented. Um, sh should Miles have kids? I think that I, I mean, <laughs> you have to have some <laughs> desire to have children, but having children is wonderful. There are a lot of struggles and there are a lot of uh, exhaustion that comes with it, but it's also like wonderful, like to see, you know. I feel like the other shoe is about to drop, but no, there's none. No, 
I mean, I don't see like when I was pregnant, some of my friends didn't sugarcoat anything. Mm. And I appreciated that because they were real and said, listen, parenthood is hard. Like it is awesome, but it is also hard. Yeah. And I needed to hear that because for so many, you know, for years and years, everyone was just like, oh, it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Everything is so perfect. Having kids is amazing. Mm -hmm. And as all that is true, it is also hard and it comes with a lot of depression and heartache and tears and, you know, lack of sleep and all of that stuff. And like, I, I don't feel that people talk about that. And that's where I feel that our podcast has come in because... We are we are truthful about all of that. We are truthful about like the, you know, the struggles. That is so legit. And uh, may I say that you know those things are invaluable. Again, tooting our own horn as a podcast, but um, I think that Miles is just straight up looking for a yes or no. Like this guy wants I blessing. Yes. <laughs> I say I if I were to say, <laughs> which I think is I, so cool. Okay, I say yes, but when you are ready to sacrifice you right. know the sleep the the no more um spont- yeah. you know, spontaneity you have to, once you are ready to kind of give up that step you know all adopt that stuff, a militant lifestyle right but I, and I but i also <laughs> say don't don't wait for like the right amount of money don't wait for like the right age and yeah. just like when you are ready like you will you will make it happen you will you know, it, so basically, you're able to make it work. So yes, but don't say we didn't tell you. Am <laughs> I right? Um, I think this is this is awesome, Miles. Uh, should I have kids? <laughs> um, who shouldn't have kids? Well, all right. So let me start with the the first part, though. Should I have kids? I'm going with a a immediate cool yes on that because if you have the like the concern enough to ask that question then that means that you care you're just aware enough in the world (laughs) as as an individual um to provide the adequate amount of care for an offspring and you and that child are gonna end up i'm not gonna say fine but you're gonna make it (laughs) all right um who shouldn't have kids people that don't ask should i have kids maybe and even they, they wind up having kids, and and they still wind up making it too. So it's just it's gonna be a it's gonna be a funky journey for everyone in their own individual way. And man, you're just not gonna not gonna know about it until until you jump in. It's not in. gonna be perfect. It's just you're yeah. gonna find your own groove of. I do think that there is this. Re- it's it's not even that bizarre. It actually makes a lot of sense that there's this like incredible sort of uh self-improvement quality that comes along with it because it's essentially like a form of boot camp right all of a sudden you get used to waking up at 5 a.m learning how to swim it's like it's like sink or swim yeah so i mean you do you wind up becoming this like uh you know kind of jacked up version of yourself in in some ways so i mean like if you're just ready to to like you know basically put yourself through the um civilians version of like a Navy SEAL boot camp, then, um, yeah, I mean, go for it. Have some kids. Um, so we're going to wrap up our first episode. It's been fun. Uh, thanks for letting us take over Jury Daily. Uh, this is just the beginning, everyone. So uh, let's talk to you about uh, some ways that you can find 
uh, TBC and myself with the Young Family Podcast, there's one place to go, and then you can link up with us in so many different ways. Just go to bit.ly slash Young Family Podcast, all lowercase. Um, or you can email us at uh, youngfamilypodcast at gmail.com. Of course, keep the emails coming to uh, jurydaily at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, um, you know, uh, anything that we talked about in this episode, anything else that is on your mind, I'm sure you guys want to hear a little bit more about uh, Justin, what it was like growing up with him. So uh, if you've got any specific questions about that, let's chat about it. My, my plan is I hope to actually uh, talk a little bit about uh, Justin growing up stories, maybe like once every couple episodes. But uh, until then, folks, for the TBC and myself, we're uh, we're we're out right now. So, deuces and bye. Mommy, shut